With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We are getting ready for the Super Bowl. Also get ready for the Knicks, who may never lose again. Oh, tonight, boy. they're missing two of their best players. They still win. Knicks, 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 Knicks. Yeah. Knicks, well, you Knicks, know, we were talking about your banishment from Michigan after uh-huh. screwing over the Lions. Uh, our guy Nestor on Instagram, quote, TJ, clearly Jason can't even eat Campbell's soup, TJ. <laughs> See, there you go. Campbell's soup, TJ. Uh, now, look. A couple of quick things. We'll get back into the Lions and the 49ers coming up in a few minutes with Jason Locke and Fora. You and I on opposite sides of Dan Campbell in the fourth down uh, yeah. that he decided to go for a couple of times in the second half. Yeah, you got to listen to the podcast, people. Wherever uh, you yeah. get your audio next hour, man. Let Podca- me go. Podcast goes up right after the show is over. It was fiery. <laughs> uh, right after the show is over on iTunes, you can use the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can get it. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Download, rate us, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever again. Wherever you listen to podcasts, use the iHeartRadio app, iTunes. It is there again about 10 minutes after the show is over. But we talked for minutes ago about who had the best weekend. It was probably Greg Olson. You're doing the NFC title game for Fox. The worst First weekend, that's clear, and that's Lamar Jackson. All right, the Ravens lose to the Chiefs, and 
not only is this, well, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, and here's Mahomes clearly showing there's a difference between he and Lamar Jackson, but now it's about what can Lamar Jackson, what can we realistically think he can accomplish the rest of his career? Because I've, I've heard a lot, you know, all day you've heard Lamar Jackson's overrated, Lamar Jackson sticks. Lamar Jackson is neither of these things. Lamar Jackson is a terrific player. However, the realistic thing to say about Lamar Jackson for him going forward is he's not going to win a Super Bowl. He's going to finish his NFL career as an exciting player who was really good with multiple MVPs and probably going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but he's not going to win a Super Bowl. He's going to be like Dan Marino. How did a guy that talented not win a Super Bowl? And it's different because Marino's a much different skill set than Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson with everything you need, MVPs, and he's never going to win because if he was ever going to get to a Super Bowl any year, This was the year. This is when he's at the peak of his powers as a quarterback. He's 27 years old, and the length of time for his career is going to be be shorter than than, than a lot of quarterbacks because he's a running quarterback, right? He's going to take hits, and his body will break down a little bit sooner than some of the past-first quarterbacks. That's why Aaron Rodgers is playing at 40, right? So he's in the peak of his uh, talent as a quarterback, MVP season. The Ravens have everything in their favor. They're the best offensive team in the league at home. They have the game at home. They're the number one seed, and they're playing a Chiefs team that offensively is just okay. They're not great. They're doing just enough. They're doing, and they've done just enough all season long. And we'll get to their defense coming up in a couple of minutes because that's a big thing that no one's talking about that needs to be talked about. But this is when you win this game. You win this game and get to the Super This was your year. And you, you had a game where you allowed 17 points. And you still didn't get to the Super Bowl. And this is the first time in 20 years a team has given up 17 points or less in a game and not gone to the Super Bowl in the NFC or AFC Championship game. That's what the Ravens were able to do. If they weren't going to go this year, when are they ever really going to go? Right? And I know, it, look, it's hard to win the Super Bowl. And you look back and forth and go, boy, not many teams win. Same teams win a couple, you know, two years out of four or five or six. But I can't see Lamar. How's he ever going to win? He had everything he needed this year. Everything he needed. Yes, Todd Munkin called a craptastic game yesterday, not running the football more, not putting the ball in Lamar's hands on the ground more, not getting his running backs involved more. I don't know if he got scared because, you know, hey, we're down two scores and it seems like we're down more and we're worried that if we run the football that Mahomes will get hot and put more points on the board, but they got away from doing what they were doing. But in the end, it doesn't matter. You have Lamar Jackson doing whatever he could. How's he? When's he going to win a Super Bowl? You tell me, Mike, when's he going to win a Super Bowl if he didn't even get there this year. I, 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 I mean, really, that's how he's going to finish his career, being the guy. Could he go to the Hall of Fame, all of this, but yeah, he's like Dan Marino, never won the Super Bowl. Yeah, what's tough is that you've seen some of the worst offensive output during Lamar Jackson's run against the playoffs. Obviously, it's a step up of competition. Uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda, the Zay Flowers play uh, that you know we've gone frame by frame on, uh, and you can see the face. It's kind of like the Ralph Choo Choo Choose You uh, edition <laughs> of the Sims. Like, no, there comes the hand to punch it out. Get down! Get down! And look, how much different is the game there? Like, we're parsing out all of the Lions and 49ers in a collapse. Here's a couple of plays, you know, when you get into Zay Flowers and some of the the inane penalties uh, that the Ravens had as a team. You want to talk about uncharacteristic. Not only the Munkin play calling, good luck interviewing with uh, 
other prospective employers, uh, as you have been doing. It. All right, explain this to me. You run the ball effectively and play bully ball, but here uh, you're uh, not. No, the, the thing for Lamar Jackson, it takes nothing away from him. You'll get Andrews back for next year. Zay Flowers uh, had a fantastic rookie season. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., I think they estimated he ended up making some $16 million for what he was able to do uh, in the regular season, uh, etc. So you're trying to figure out the rest of that receiving core offensive line. It'll probably need a bump. A couple of those guys getting a little bit older and banged up. But you look at the AFC as a whole, and it, it's just a, a tough road back. He could be the same player. He could still be putting up some magnificent numbers. Is the defense going to play to that level again? Right? Because, you know, you're giving up 17 points. You got, you know, blitzed out of the jump, giving up two touchdown drives, and then you gave up nothing after that and plenty of opportunity and even when you're down two scores at 17 to 7 like that game how do you abandon your run game you're down 10 points um you didn't even try you didn't even try that's the that's the cardinal sin of it all but for lamar jackson the the road is just that much more difficult because of where you're looking at on the afc side of the equation so many of these teams made great strides this year or are just good enough to be dangerous. I mean, I, I was driving to, to work yesterday, right, coming in to do the, the show with Andy and Bucky, Fox Football Sunday, and instead of my lawyers and accident bulletin boards, I got Harbaugh 24 presidential campaign billboards that I'm driving past. <laughs> so the Chargers, all the little things that have been uh, flies in the ointment, in theory, get solved, right? They hire a new czar for the the weight training and, and, and strength and conditioning staff out of Michigan and more guys to, to come. Uh, guys from, from Baltimore stealing from his brother's staff, etc. So you've got all of that going. You look at, at Houston. You look at in division, the Steelers, you know, the younger Rooney's finally said, we can't do this anymore. We need to change this. We need to start winning when it matters. Getting there is not good enough. Cleveland and Cincinnati. Hell, the division's going to be a pain in the ass to get out of. Right? So look at that and extrapolate throughout the rest of the AFC. I don't know what Jacksonville becomes, but you still like the roster as a whole. Just a matter of whether they collapse again, as they did this year. Almost in parallel with Philadelphia. It was an interesting fall to see who would hit rock bottom first. Uh, but it's 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 a long, arduous road. It's another year of wear and tear on his body. And while I don't think he falls precipitously off a cliff, it becomes the change. And he did some of that this year with the weapons that he had. And he got better as the patent. But then they leaned into it 100%. In the playoff game, it just made no sense. Here's your opportunity at home to make a statement, to push this past, to maybe kill off the Patriot, or I should say the uh, the Chiefs' empire for a minute. Patriots are dead. Uh, that you can you can go and, and write that next chapter of his evolution, and instead you're left with more questions. Again, a lot of it might have been answered if Flowers had held on to the ball and you're able to run it in and make it a 17-14 game. But, you know, ifs and buts, candy's nuts, that's how the game played out. You lost. And, and you know, not only the teams, but just think about the young quarterbacks that are going to get that are going to have their chances as sure. well, because you have Herbert now with with Jim Harbaugh. So now they're going to be a threat. Right. Obviously, Mahomes is not going anywhere. Trevor Lawrence is getting a little bit better. You would hope they would have had a bigger leap this year, but potentially C.J. Stroud's a superstar. Joe Burrow's going to be back next year. Right. As much as you want to rip to a tongue of Iloa. Hey, that offense is really, really good. And the Dolphins aren't mm-hmm. going anywhere either. 
either, and neither is Josh Allen. So it's going to be even more. That's why this was their year. It's the year to do it, man. And they, they couldn't get it done. And I got to give a lot of credit because we said this for the last couple weeks, and now people are going to start coming around to it because more and more of a storyline. We're going to wind up saying the MVP of the NFL playoffs is the Chiefs defense. Because as much as you want to say, oh, Mahomes, look, Mahomes was fine yesterday, right? P- put 17 points on the board. Oh, but he did. Yeah, okay. 17 points on the board. Helps when you Not get every lot. call. Not a great day. You know, it does help when you get hit. Oh, he's a penalty. He's a penalty flag. But 17 points only put on the board, right? I know, I know people want to go out of their way to try to say something great about Mahomes yesterday because it's Mahomes. You know? But honestly, why are the Chiefs where they are? Their defense is terrific. Again, you just hear when people say it's the best defense they've had under the uh, in the Pat Mahomes uh, uh, era. Um, that's a throwaway line, but honestly, that's a big deal, man. This is a team that's won a couple of Super Bowls, and now you're getting the best defense because that's what they have. We have seen them in the playoffs now put up huge games, and this was a huge game yesterday against again huge Jim, 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 just so <laughs> huge Jim. The Ravens were the best offense in the league at home. But Lamar Jackson's coming off an MVP. VP type season. And what did the Chiefs do? They were able to to stymie the 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 Ravens with all the different blitzes they have. They were able to to say we're going to control the middle of the field and make Lamar Jackson throw deep to the sideline, which we don't think he can do, and they were able to control the game. This the, we see every week. The Chiefs defense is fantastic. And while last week against the Bills wasn't a great week, it was good enough because you got off the field when you needed to get off the field, right? 100%. You got off when you needed to go you stopped the Bills offense. You you held the Dolphins to one play the week before that, right? The 150-yard touchdown to Tyree Kill, that's it. And now 10 points to the Ravens. The Chiefs defense is the MVP of the NFL playoffs. And if they win the Super Bowl, it's going to be because the defense gets three turnovers from Brock Purdy and they shut down Christian McCaffrey and it's difficult for them throwing the football. They'll probably give the MVP to Mahomes, but overall, the real MVP of the playoffs is going to wind up the Chiefs defense because they're going to be the most consistent, best performers from the first round of the playoffs all the way to the end. Well, you saw what they were able to do, uh, you know, going back to the Lamar Jackson decisions, etc. You had four sacks, including the the fumble, and then whatever that decision was to try to throw a football through four defenders to get it to Isaiah Likely in the end zone. That one's still baffling. We haven't talked about that one a bunch. Uh, you know, the old... Uh, announcer and I credit you know Romo he didn't say this boy he'd like to have that one back Jim uh he at least didn't go down that road but for the Chiefs we watched it all season long and while some wanted to to bury bury them the the offense was just good enough in spite of what was it 44 drops and all of those things just good enough and the defense set it up for them to go win close games when you got a guy that you trust time and again like Harrison Butker to go out there he's on that short list him Dicker the kicker um, you know Turner there's very few guys that you just say all right we're at whatever the the circumstances I trust this guy to go out and make make a kick so all three phases combining and then you get into the postseason Ravens defense played really well, and Mahomes gave them and took the old, he took what they gave him. You know, game managing. I, Brock Purdy fans, I love you, and I don't use that disparagingly. You take what you're afforded, uh, and it allowed Travis Kelsey to set some new records, etc. But for the Chiefs defense, yeah, they, they carried them all season long. You know, it was the one holdout that went right. This offseason. Remember when everybody was, ah, I'm holding out for more money. All the running backs, every last one of them was like, yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea. 
<laughs> now we look for the Chiefs. Hey, are you rested and ready to go? Yeah, come on in. The water's fine. And and getting right after it. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things with Jones and what he's been able to do up front. Add Karloftis. This team's set for another run. And, and guess what? They'll go add another piece or two in free agency on the offensive side. Good luck. Exit Albana Fresca, exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Eventually, you're going to hear it, and remember, you heard it here first about the Chiefs defense being the best and MVP of the playoffs. Coming up next, what does Jason Locke and Flora think? Baltimore native, NFL insider. What did he think of Lamar Jackson? What did he think of Dan Campbell? Oh, it's must-listen radio coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, Boston, who's getting wild tonight? So was it Dan Campbell's fault going for it on fourth down? What's next for Lamar Jackson? What happened to him against the Chiefs? Joining us now on the hotline, breaking it all down. 
longtime NFL insider with Odyssey, Washington Post. Check him out on 105.7 The Fan at Baltimore. He's on Twitter at Jason Lockin4. It is Jason Lockin4. What's going on, man? What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, buddy. So I, I know I, I I can't imagine what it's like in Baltimore today. I I, I don't know. Yeah. Is it is it is it Lamar needs more stuff around him? Is it we need a new quarterback? No. Like 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 what is it in no. Baltimore today? I mean, I think it's it um, is a combination of you know Lamar Jackson did not play well, and the offensive coordinator Todd Munkin had an absolutely horrible game plan. Um, and I think you know a lot of the the, the issues center around those two guys. Uh, Lamar, it certainly seemed to me from my purview um, in the upper deck and then rewatching the game this morning, like, I think he wanted to beat Mahomes, but Mahomes is ghost. Like, he wanted to beat Mahomes with his arm and out Mahomes, Mahomes, but Mahomes wasn't Mahomes yesterday. Like, Mahomes wasn't trying to beat Mahomes. Like, Mahomes was just doing what he had to do to win the game, matriculating the ball down the field, um, throwing high-percentage passes, and doing the occasional um, – heroics on third and fourth down but really they they ran the ball twice as much as the Ravens I mean they ran the ball 32 times and you know Lamar instead of activating his legs and just being ready to run and extend plays you know he's dancing around back there his average time to throw was 3.63 seconds I mean that's an eternity especially when your tackles aren't that great and he kept waiting you know for that perfect play downfield and and when there were guys open he generally missed them and he kind of just shunned the underneath stuff he Sean taking off and running. Um, it seemed like, you know, it was a little bit of hero ball to me. And the coordinator was just got awful. I mean, they, there was three different ways they could have run the ball all over the Chiefs, and they never even tried. Um, they never tried to exploit any of the Chiefs' defenses in the, against the run. They never forced Steve Spagnuolo to make any adjustments or get out of his base defense or think about trying to bring on bigger personnel. Um, they Two design runs for Lamar, nothing really with the mesh point, no option football. Um, there was not a single time in that football game where Lamar Jackson handed off to a running back two straight times didn't happen running backs touched the ball in consecutive plays just once and those were two screen passes to justice hill like you couldn't concoct a more bizarro world game plan like andy reads the guy and pacheco's first two runs went for 19 yards the the rest of that day the chiefs had 23 running back runs for 50 yards and andy reed didn't care because he was managing the football game mm-hmm. and and the ravens don't have any running backs with four rushes and lamar doesn't even run it 10 times but andy reed's the guy who wins a time of possession ugly old school football game by running it 32 times like it's hey okay no, i'm good for andy but todd Munkin pooped his pants did he tell his uh, prospective employers in interviews that he would watch what I do on Sunday? I mean, I don't know. Because as I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, Gus Edwards, that guy usually pretty good. He's uh, invisible. It's uh, no, just unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I mean, it was like, let's pretend we started a game down 21 points. Like, let's tie a hand behind our own back for bleeps and giggles. Let's play the weaknesses of our own line instead of the strength. Like, let's let's eliminate Lamar's legs from the game plan and see what would happen. Like, let's max protect and run two-man routes. And one of the guys on the other side, Odell Beckham or Rashad Bateman, never catches the ball anyway. And let's see let's see how that works out. Like, I, it's kind of crazy, man. Um, you know, the Chiefs all year long, when, when you put a fullback on the field, it's the one, like – 
they're terrible against 21 and 22 passing. And when you run the ball out of 21, you go over five yards of carry. And, and these guys ran seven total plays out of, out of, you know, 21. Like, they two passes, which were both completed for 24 yards out of 21. And they ran five times the entire game with a fullback on the field. Like, it's, 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 I mean, it's like Pat Ricard should have been a dominant weapon in that game as a fullback. So, so let's, yeah, let, let's, let's not do anything. <laughs> let's not use him. You know, let, it's, it's, again, really, really, really strange. I don't know what Todd Munkin was trying to prove. Jay, before we get to the Lions and the 49ers, this is something that just always baffles me, and it's so easy to fix, and then you see it all the time. When it's not fourth down and it's not a win-or-go-home play, don't reach for the pylon, don't reach for the end yeah. Yet guys do it all the time, and Zay Flowers potentially costing the game with that yesterday. These unforced errors that you know, players see what happens around the league when you when you reach for the pilot or the end zone. It gets knocked out. You lose it. You lose possession. We saw it last week, I mean, and yet they still do it. I hate small guys leaving their feet in goal-to-go situations, period. It's just I, high traffic. You're smaller. You're built a certain way, and it, it, it doesn't go. I want those guys to go down. I just want them to hold on to the ball and go down. Um, he's trying to make a play. It's got nothing to do with his effort and, or any of that, but um, it can't happen. You know, the taunting penalty can't happen. I mean, they, they were their they were their own worst enemies. I mean, they, Lamar's decision making, um, the turnovers, the penalties. You know. Todd Munkin having a three-hour brain cramp. Like, it was – both these teams that lost yesterday have something in common. They were not the smarter team. They did not manage the games well. They did not handle the pressure well. And they were their own worst enemy with um, mistakes. I love the chaos of it all as we uh, head towards uh, the Super Bowl. The other side, because Smith, uh, Mr. Lions, Lions, Lions. I just uh, missed. He, he hates Dan Campbell yeah. and everything he stands for now, Jason Lockenfora. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I can't. Look, I, I can't. There's things I disliked more than others about that game. I hated the the, the inside run with Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't know what they were doing. The, yes. you know, the third and four before the before the drop, fourth fourth down pass. But when you're running the ball that effectively with them, and you have that run game with with the you know the the multitude of options that they have. I don't, I don't know why you're getting cute there. And then when you do get cute there, I'm thinking, well, he got cute there because he must, you know, Ben Johnson sure as hell has a fourth and two run play that he absolutely loves. And look, the call was, was ultimately okay. I mean, throwing to your number three or four receiver there isn't my favorite thing in the world, but the guy's open and he dropped it. And then he dropped, has another horrible drop. And, you know, you, you have a DB who somehow manages not only intercept that ball, not intercept it, but also not make sure that it hits the ground. I mean, it, it was gift after gift, and then, you know, if Gibbs is going to fumble, okay, that happens. You can't you can't fumble on the first play of a drive, you know. Like you, you, there was time to be taken off the clock there if they just were able to settle down and and keep running the ball. But you negate that with a first down fumble. I mean, it. it I can't. But not all that's because Dan. Dan Campbell, you know, made a certain decision. They also don't have a great kicker, you know what I mean? He's a dome kicker outside. Like, I don't know, the 47-yarder I think you have to try. The earlier one I really didn't have a problem with. And, again, you got to catch the freaking ball. Dan Campbell can't catch the ball for you. Um, But the third-down run, the third-down run in the goal-to-go situation, that's ridiculous. Like, you can't do that. You can't. 
reward in that. Like, you've got plays that will stop the clock. You either catch it in the end zone or you don't or you get picked and the game's surely over. But you can't be running the ball there. Like, the two third down calls I thought were incredibly egregious. The run to St. Brown and then running at all on the third and goal at the end. Like, I I can't make that make sense. Well, the whole thing is is the coaching and the pressure. Because, look, I felt Dan Campbell got emotional with the fourth down decisions because he certainly doesn't do analytics. Uh, and then you go, to, you go to the end of the game where they decide to run the ball when they need, they need those three yeah. timeouts after they on the kick and they don't get in. It's like, what's happening on the sideline? Like, what, what is happening? Like, the, it was just a complete meltdown by the Lions. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, the fourth down stuff, he, he, that is him, except he did take three at the end of the first half. I get it. Um, I almost felt like he got he got an itchy finger with, hey, we got to go for it. We did it here in the first half, but, yeah. boy, we gotta, like, I felt like that's why he went for it. Well, we did it there, and we didn't go for it there. We're going to go for it here. We're going to do it here when he didn't have to. Yeah, I don't know, man. The guy catches the ball, they probably win that game. I, I just, it still really does sort of come down to that. Um, but I do agree with him. A lot of these dudes like to say, well, we'll be back next year. You don't know that. I mean, <laughs> like you. Exactly. You me? They, haven't, they haven't made it that far since 57. You know what I mean? Like here, people are like, oh, well, you know, we'll be better next year. Well, I don't know, man. This town hadn't hosted one of those games since 1971. So you, you can come here and tell me one's around the corner. I could also spit in your face and tell you I, I, I know my history. Like, wow. No, they don't come around here that often. It doesn't happen that often. And in this conference, at least, there were, there's another dynasty that's already started. And it looks like it could be somehow, crazily enough, more potent than the one that it's following. So, no, man, when you get these games at home and you hold Patrick Mahomes at 17 points or you're Dan Campbell and that Lion fan base that's been waiting a generation to get back to a championship game and you're up 17 on the road and you got Brock Purdy peeing down his own leg again, you got to win that game. Now let me ask the uh, the, the follow-up there. Uh, we talked about Munkin. We talked about Lamar coming back in, into the AFC uh, full-on is – you know, we had the the quote from the Steelers. You know, getting anxious, whatever. Is there any of that with Harbaugh? Seeing as how long it was when we bring back the squirrel dance and all. Some with the fans, you know, a little bit, but it's it's much like the situation in Pittsburgh, where that's all just white noise, and the the owner is on his yacht, and he doesn't care about any of that. You know, and Steve Bashotti's been telling people for years, you know, I'm not holding this thing forever. It's not staying in my family. I'm not bequeathing it to anybody. Like, I'm much closer to selling this thing, you know, than I am to, like, blowing up my whole building and starting over. Like, I just don't think that he's wired that way. He's had one coach the entirety of this, whether he owns it for two more years or three more years or whatever. It's not going to be that much longer than that. And I just think there'd have to be some sort of ridiculous, epic meltdown. For Bashadi, you know what I mean, to be getting on a plane and instead of being on his yacht in the Caribbean, flying around, talking to all these wannabe head coaches about why they should come work for him. Like, I just think he's past that. Like, I, you know, they win a lot of games with Harbaugh. He's done a lot of good things here. Um, there's definitely some fan frustration about game management in the playoffs, and much like Pittsburgh, you know, like it's, you know, yeah, it's awesome to get in, but when are we going back to a Super Bowl? Uh, but, you know, there's also a lot of teams that just, <laughs> a lot of fan bases who just wish they could get in with any regularity. So, um, 
No, I don't expect uh, anything along those lines whatsoever. And again, I, I think it, it would take some some real decay here for the owner to even consider it. He's on Twitter at Jason Lock and Four. That is at Jason Lock and Four. Check him out on Odyssey, one hundred five seven The Fan in Baltimore, Washington Post. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, you guys do the same, man. Have a great week. Thanks, Thank you, Jason. Man. Appreciate you. Always a great visit with Jason Lock and Four, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. You know, the the thing is, is I get Dan Campbell and, and he alluded to the fact that, hey, you know, Dan telling the rest of the team, hey, we may not get here again. Like this may be it. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cool thing. He's very realistic. That's the last thing I would have told the team today. <laughs> that's the last I told him after the game is over. Um, you just busted your ass for months and here we got this close and our hearts are broken. Hey guys, this is it. This may be the only time we get here. I I get it. I understand that that's a truthful thing thing to say, but I'm never going to say that to a team right after they lose a game like that. They go, gee, thanks, coach. Appreciate it. Maybe I should get out of here. Maybe I should go someplace. If we're not getting back, I should go. Why would you tell that to a team right after the game? I have no idea. I think you would say, guys, we're going to miss out on all the craziness and debauchery in Las Vegas, (laughs) but guess what? We got a year to get ready for New Orleans. Let's go! Exit out by Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, as we look ahead to the Super Bowl, the storyline, I can't wait. I can't get enough of one storyline in particular as it's going to unfold. What is it? That's next right here, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I love this song. Live from the TireRack.com <laughs> studios. And we'll get to the Super Bowl storyline I can't wait to get to because it's going to be so much fun. But let me just say this. The Lakers lose to Houston tonight, 135-119. At one point, the Rockets were up by 30. And the Lakers are sitting at 24-24, and and they are meandering in the Western Conference. Now, they have a game tomorrow night, 
and then they're off until they play the Celtics on Friday. I don't know if Darvin Ham is the head coach for the Celtics game on Friday. Well, he's, if nothing else, he may not make it back from the uh, Grammy tour that they're on yeah. here. You know? <laughs> but because, he, but here's the thing: is I don't know that you, can you afford to wait because the Lakers' schedule coming up. You want to if you're going to make a move at head coach, you want to make a move when okay, we're going to win some games here. But the Lakers' schedule coming up is pretty difficult. I mean, how long can you wait until they get to the point where oh hey we're you know we're, we're playing some easy teams because you have the second of back to back tomorrow against Atlanta, right? But then you're playing Boston, New York, or then you have Charlotte, but then you have Denver, New Orleans, Detroit, Utah, Golden State. Can you really wait until the middle of February? Can you wait until you finish playing Denver? You know, February 8th, it's going to happen sooner. And just seeing some of the video tonight of that's making its way around, <laughs> LeBron staring at Darvin Ham during a timeout, and AD basically getting up and walking away from a huddle when Darvin Ham is trying to, to, yeah. to draw stuff up, like, that's it. Like, uh, like there's, I, I, it's too tough for tomorrow because they're playing Atlanta tomorrow. You want to think, okay, see what happens tomorrow with this game. But, but, but either play Boston Thursday, not Friday. I don't know if he's a head coach Thursday. I wouldn't be surprised if in the middle, middle of this move, they, they make a move. I mean, I don't know if you can wait until, like I said, February 8th is a long way away. I don't know that you can give away these games that you're going to say, okay, we're okay with losing the next four games sure. you know, before we come back home. Sometimes when a move needs to be made, it needs to be made, and you can clearly see that it looks like LeBron and AD have had enough. And when you have this kind of talent, because you have pretty good talent, and LeBron and Davis have been healthy all season long, and you're 24 and 24, something going to change and it's not going to be one of them and it's going to be Darvin Ham but I mean just looking at some of the video tonight and some of the reactions during timeouts like this is it like this is it for Darvin Ham yeah you got to uh, triple underscore the these guys have been healthy what the blank are you doing uh, kind of situation I mean Frostburg's excited because if this happens Doc Rivers is already gainfully employed yep so uh, yeah, but is no he matter really? what happens, I don't know. Is he, he, he reportedly he a, got forty million dollars? Yeah, but does he have an out clause in his contract? Like if that job oh, gets open, he can. If come, the Lakers' job opens, then he goes to the Lions after Dan Campbell's fired. Jason. <laughs> hey, some people have been calling for that already. I don't think he went that far, Smith. But uh, you know that's out there. But I'm, I'm telling you, man, I, I I don't know. I mean, I think he would be he would be done for tomorrow by the next game if they didn't play tomorrow right like if they didn't play tomorrow would they you know but they're playing tomorrow in atlanta i don't don't know that it's here's the thing you got your ass kicked by a houston team right young upstart blah 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 Uh, they're not good and now you're on the second night of a back-to-back yeah I mean, you got Budenholzer and Nick Nurse. You got you got a couple of dudes yeah. available, man. That you 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 can go get. You know, I mean, you can go do that. Ah, Who's know, the man, proper fit for LeBron? Back in in December, right around Christmas time, odds came up as they were you know meandering coming out of the in season tournament, and Handy was the top guy on the board there but we'll see what happens because i'm sure those odds will get uh reconstituted overnight mike there's only one guy for the job phil jackson exactly back from the wigwam (laughs) let's go get phil on the phone jay yeah you see sources you know phil jackson meeting with jay moore uh an interview to be the lakers next head coach i thought i would meet with genie no 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 you got to go jay first then you get to genie oh okay that's time telling you man watch out bring the boys back home (laughs) by by thursday there'll be a new head coach for the lakers uh now the storyline i can't wait for in 
the Super Bowl mm. is I can't wait for this Taylor Swift, will she or won't she be at the game storyline? I can't wait because not because I care if she's coming or not, but I just love that so many people for no good reasons at all just can't stand Taylor Swift for reasons they can't even you can't even give me a good reason why you don't like Taylor Swift. She's not walking out there and and telling you things that that are polarizing. She's not doing anything political. She's showing up at a game to support Travis Kelsey. Oh, but I don't I don't like it. Why? I don't like they, they they show her in the stands. You're not missing any parts of the game. You're not doing anything else. She's the biggest pop star in the world and she's dating one of the NFL stars. Of course that's going to be a storyline. But people don't like it because they want to project stuff on it. They want to project whether it's political or vaccine or whatever it is, and none of that is happening. It's Taylor Swift is coming to games, and that's it. That's what's going on. And and I, I want I love watching people melt down over something that's nothing. And this story is nothing. It's been nothing but good news for the NFL. You said it earlier tonight. They made like three hundred and seventy-five million dollars off of Taylor Swift coming to games. Yeah, the the numbers are ridiculous. Between the engagements, you add all the the social media, right? It was estimated at three hundred thirty million dollars. So, you know, having that impact, having the eyeballs, connectivity, all of that fun stuff. Yes, people think she's a political operative and she's not been silent in the past. She does have her her opinions on things that have been then put out. But at this point, it's it's the weaponization of we need her off because this is an unfair playing field. It is really weird. <laughs> but we will track NORAD because she'll finish that Japanese concert, uh, do her cool down and get on her private jet and head back. And get back, and she can leave and be back like the day before she left. It's that's crazy, the way it works right? on the yeah, international no, dateline. Right. She can leave. On, she can do a concert Saturday and be back on Friday. She may actually be a superhero too, so maybe she gets yeah. back two days in advance. Well, I don't that's going to be fun too. There. That's going to be fun too. Watching uh, people in sports try to, to to figure out the international dateline and, no, and the time right. change. That's going to be a lot of. It's fun. How many hours ahead, Jim? <laughs> There's a big clock on the wall, Tony. It's right there. That's what time it is in Tokyo. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresco. Mike, it's Swollen Dome. My buddy Ben Maller coming up next. This is Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.